Good day, all you beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Champagne. This is Toaster Tubby Time, and I am medicated for your amusement. Hey, you beautiful people, and welcome back to Toast of Tubby Time. As always, I am your host, Chris, and behind me is Daisy, uh, sleeping on the couch. So, we're back, obviously. We're week two, so yeah, we're uh, we're getting back to some semi-regularity. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I do have to make a correction and addendum and... Uh, to my last episode uh, when I was talking about Kevin Smith and um, Clerks 3. I've watched it. I've had a chance to watch that movie probably a lot more times than I should have. Um, a lot more times than is probably healthy to have watched. But um, yeah, so he absolutely did uh, deal with the issue of grace. Um, I noticed it in my second rewatch um, when Dante was having his flashback at the hospital so yep dealt with uh, and i am sorry to mr kevin smith you did wrap up all your loose ends i am i am i am shamed i wasn't trying to beat you at anything it just <laughs> i i i think i was just crying too much to really have noticed um so yeah that's that's on me uh and on you i'm gonna blame it back on you for making me cry mr kevin smith but yeah, enough about that shit. It's fucking spooky season, man. Yeah, fucking spooky season. Um, in the words of my favorite uh, spooky season character, I'm my own thing. Yeah, that's a fucking shitty ass David S. Pumpkins. But if you haven't heard of David S. Pumpkins, Google David S. Pumpkins and watch the damn video because it's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, back to spooky season. Uh, spent a good... Uh, hour hour and a half riding around on the tractor today collecting leaves because uh, it's fucking spooky season i actually like spooky season i like the weather um i i'm the nutcase who's walking around in a t-shirt and shorts right now finally not sweating and just really being comfortable <laughs> um but yeah it's uh overall uh i'm i i really love kind of horror movies um I like to think back to some of my favorites. Uh, always Freddy. Freddy's awesome. Um, who will? Um, uh, Hellraiser. Uh, you know, Pinhead. Fantastic. The Cenobites. Love that shit. Uh, as good as I liked the Halloween and Halloween 2, Halloween 3 is really kind of uh, secretly uh, obsessive favorite Halloween movie of mine because it's, and I love what John Carpenter's idea was. You know, he did Halloween with Mike Myers and then he wanted to do like an anthology, but they had to you know, finish up the Mike Myers story, which was shoehorn. But then he got to do Halloween three, which was really what he wanted to do was just a different anthology where it just, it maintains the Halloween name, but you know, it was a genius idea. But then uh, unfortunately it just went back to everybody wanted Mike Myers. Everybody wants a, uh, wants a, 
character that they can pin a franchise on, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, Mike, my, my the Halloween movies were were good. Um, the what else? Uh, what's that nuts? What's that nutsack? Uh, Jason. Jason is fucking boring. Um, he got a little bit more exciting at the end just because it got stupid and campy. So yeah, that was, you know, uh, uh, I, I think Jason takes Manhattan. Um, fuck. Jason goes to hell the final Friday and then uh, Jason X, Jason in space uh, really amped up the campy factor about it and it really made it uh, fun to watch again. Um, that being said, also Kane Hodder is a funny ass dude and a really nice guy. Uh, so if you ever, uh, get to see him at a convention or anything, I know he still does those super nice guy. If he's there, talk to him, get to know him. He'll tell you fucking fantastic stories from, you know, his time in the industry. Cause he, you know, working from stuntman to, you know, actor and whatnot. It's, it's pretty cool. And he's a cool guy to talk to. Um, uh, Chucky, uh, when I was a kid, I re, you know, this is a confession. When I was a kid, I had, I had a few reoccurring nightmares. Um, one was Chucky. Um, two was my mom worked at this restaurant and it had to be like, I think it was like the, uh, the fuel, like the propane tank that they had out there. But I always had nightmares about like that thing coming to life. And we lived in a, uh, apartment complex. So I, I had these, you know, weird nightmares that this thing came to life and it was like, ah, and like superheroes, like Superman and Spider-Man and Batman and Wonder Woman were all trying to help me. So that was kind of dope. Um, and, uh, the third one was because I read the, uh, the, the sleeve, uh, my grandmother used to be a very big Stephen King fan. Um, so I read the sleeve of, uh, the, <laughs> the Tommy knockers. And for some reason I just had a, uh, like in my mind, in my youthful age, I just imagined they were these like little, uh, like humanoid type creatures, like, uh, like gnomes or I don't even fucking know that were like living in the, like elves or shit that are living in the walls. And that used to freak me the fuck out. I have no idea why that, why that was in there, but. You know, that was a, that was a pretty intense fucking <laughs> nightmare that I used to have. Um, so yeah, shit. Uh, I mean, Jeepers Creepers, uh, Final Destination. Those are all kind of good series that, I mean, unfortunately petered out. I mean, Final Destination at least did good at the end, which, you know, the Final Destination was pretty fucking cool. That was a... That was a brilliant ass move in my mind, in my, in my thought process, because I did not see that one coming. But yeah, there's a there's a lot. I mean, it, it, I don't think you have to do a twist to really be scary. Um, you know, Candyman was awesome, scary as hell. Um, but yeah, I want to kind of uh, give a little bit of. Uh, I've seen some more. Uh, recent horror movies, uh, you know, a lot of, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of what's going on with, uh, just the recycled teenage shit. And I mean, I realized that, yeah, we did the same shit when in the eighties and you know, the fucking nineties. Yeah. There was, you know, for every scream, there's like two dozen shitty ass ones, but 
you know, it just seems like there's not a lot of really good new creative. And I mean, it's fucking difficult. I, I'm going to say it's difficult in horror um, to be original. I mean, <laughs> and just to, to make fun of it, but Cabin in the Woods, just the fact that they had that whole, uh, that whole board <laughs> and, and there's like, why did he win? I said zombies too. And he, oh, he said redneck zombies. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the horror tropes have been really trampled to death. Uh, so yeah, finding new horror, you know, new ways to go. Um, you know, it, uh, God, I can't even remember their names. Um, the guys who did the Blair Witch Project did something really innovative with horror and using the found footage. Um, Oren Pelly, and yeah, I know his name, uh, you know, did well carrying that on, um, you know, with more of a sustained story, um, with paranormal activity. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there's, you gotta do something special, uh, nowadays to kind of get some, you know, story is fantastic. Um, you, you need to have a good story. It can't just be generic characters. Uh, unfortunately, generic characters, unless you have a really good villain, you need to have well-developed characters, um, which, you know, was fantastic. I mean, with Blair Witch and with the Paranormal Activity series, they spent a lot of time, you know, building up all of the characters, uh, you know, you're basically uh, player witch. You're stuck with these three characters, and they do. They build them up. They, they, they breathe life into it. So you, I mean, not only do you feel like this is real, like oh my god, this is something that really happened, but you, you've had this hour and a half to connect with these people too. So you really feel real emotion. It's like it, it has a, a emotional depth. And it has an emotional toll on you at the end of the movie, uh, aside from just being freaky as shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, both movies did really well with creating that kind of character. Uh, you know, and it's sad. I don't see a lot of new, you know, the new teenage stuff. Uh, um, I'm going to say James Wan, Lee Wan L are kind of basically, you know, horrors of this by now um you know and i love that lee wanell is willing to get a little goofy i mean i haven't seen james wan get a little goofy yet um well i mean the fast and the furious thing but uh lee wanell i i love i love him and i love him to get goofy because uh if you haven't seen it cooties is a fantastic movie uh, so yeah this is what i'm going to do is i'm going to actually uh i'm going to throw a spotlight on some uh, more recent, uh, and I'm going to say recent being within the last decade, uh, some more recent horror movies that um, that are making the list of what you should watch if, uh, if you care at all what I think. And you don't have to watch them all, but uh, yeah, a lot of them are really good and you might miss out. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to start off the list today with, um, with Cooties. So yeah, Cooties is the, you know, Lee Wan L, um, <laughs> it's just so fucking. It, it's it's your zombie movie, um, but they only affect kids. So, 
<laughs> you know, and it's set in a, a school, so it's fucking hilarious. It's you know, it, it's cooties, and you know the cast is freaking amazing. Um, definitely a movie, and I'm gonna pull this up right now. I'm gonna give this a pause, and I'm gonna resume back in just a hot second, if you will. Okay, I'm back now. I've done a little bit of research, and I got some answers for you. Uh, so yes. Um, Cooties had Elijah Wood, Rain Wilson, Allison Pill, Jack McBrayer, Lee Wanell, Nassim Pedra, George Garcia. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it's a really fucking funny movie. Um, IMDb describes it as a mysterious virus hits an isolated elementary school, transforming the kids into a feral swarm of mass savages. An unlikely hero must lead a motley band of teachers in their fight, in the fight of their lives. So yeah, um, definitely, definitely a, a good movie, a good, a good checkout, you know, eh, it gets on the grossy stuff. <laughs> um, uh, the next one is actually kind of a, a trilogy, um, written by, written, 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 written and directed by Stephen, uh, Cognetti, Cognetti, C-O-G-N-E-T-T-I. Uh, it's actually the Hell House LLC trilogy, um, Overall, uh, it's mostly almost completely unknown actors. Um, it's very super indie. It uses the found footage, um, uses the found footage um, along with like interview style stuff, um, uh, television clips, documentary type stuff. Um, it, but it's a really interest. It's a good story, um, you know, and it does. It's it tells itself out over. Uh, you know, three movies. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a good, uh, good series to check out. It's a kind of quick watch. I think they all round in at about an hour and a half each. So, I mean, you could pop through that and a night easy, you know, tomorrow night or tonight, sorry, tonight, Sunday night, while you guys are listening to this, you could just be like, okay, let's watch Hell House LLC series. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, next one, uh, it's actually another kind of trilogy but they're three separate ones uh so i'm gonna go in release order uh and this is the oldest one of the three uh and that is uh horns uh daniel radcliffe max minghella juno temple joe anderson um david morse uh heather graham it's it's a fantastic fucking weird story um and in all honesty, I would not expect anything less. Uh, this is, <laughs> the writing of this uh, and the story style is very reminiscent of like old Stephen King short stories, and it's not uh, uncommon or not <laughs> wrong word. Uh, no surprise to find out that this was actually written by Joe Hill, so that's written by Stephen King's son. Um, you know, really, really interesting movie about uh the guilt that we that we bear in ourselves and you know the monster that we see ourselves as and uh how other people see us so yeah that is uh that's that's the first one <laughs> so yeah next is uh in tall grass um uh, the description, after hearing young boys cry for help, a sister and brother venture into a vast field of tall grass in Kansas, but soon discover there may be no way out and that something evil lurks within. Again, written by, uh, well, this is written by Stephen King and Joe Hill. Um, and it does, it, again, 
very much the presence of old Stephen King uh, short stories, and I love it. Um, it. It's hard to describe, but definitely worth a watch. Uh, the final is uh, very the most recent, uh, directed by Scott Derrickson from uh, Doctor Strange, the first one. Um, it is Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke. Um, again, you know, a lot of just, a lot of realistic horrors of it, um, with some, uh, supernatural elements. And I think all of them really have that kind of very realistic, but also supernatural elements with them. So they all really kind of have, uh, it's, it's good. (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. It's good. (laughs) You know, just something that's interesting and, you know, keeps you keeps you wanting to watch it. Um, rounding, uh, coming in next on the list is uh, uh, Adam Wingart and Simon Barrett's uh, You're Next. Uh, so, yeah, Adam Wingart, Simon Barrett, I've uh, made a, a name for themselves as a little bit of a duo here. Uh, in the VHS series, uh, ABCs of Death, they did... Uh, I'm uh, pretty sure they both, yeah, they wrote and direct the new Blair Witch, uh, which is not on this list. Um, oh, did they? Let's see. Uh, Adam Wingart directed, uh, oh, I guess he had nothing to do with it, but Adam Wingart himself directed uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, honestly, I haven't seen that, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm bad. Um, but yeah, the movie that I'm talking in reference to is your next, which to me, what I did this and I, I can't even remember if I told this story before, but I used to have a job as a, uh, working for movie studios. I was a independent representative working for another marketing company as an independent representative in my local area, uh, basically presenting, um, movies that were coming out soon, usually within a week or two. Uh, sometimes a little bit more and sometimes a lot of times I had to see the same movie. Um, but yeah, I used to go and basically host these, write down scenes that got good reactions, get the audience reactions, do some demographic stuff. Um, and it was a really fun job, but I, your next was one of the movies that I covered and that movie was, that was something else. That was a really uh, fucking cool take and a cool twist on the home invasion movie. Um, yeah, that, that's a fucking really, really tightly done, really good movie. Um, watched it recently and it still holds up well. So that is definitely one. Uh, oh no, that's 2011. I went past my, I went past my time, but oh well, guess what? I don't give a fuck. Because this is my fucking show and my fucking list. And if I want to go more than a decade older, then I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm going to give a lot of uh, mention to a lot, uh, maybe most or some of the uh, Conjuring series. In all honesty, I haven't seen the third Conjuring yet. So shame on me uh, for doing a horror movie thing without having seen the third Conjuring thing uh, movie. You know, I saw Conjuring 1. Awesome. Uh, saw Conjuring 2, uh, awesome. Uh, Annabelle 
eh. Um, Annabelle Begins was pretty cool, and I don't even remember the most recent Annabelle one. Uh, the Curse of La Lorena was cool. Um, the Nun was pretty good. Uh, God, I think, is that it? I, I don't know if that's it or if there's more, if they did another Nun or what the fuck ever. I think there's three Annabelles, three Conjurings, uh, Curse of La Lorena and the Nun, but who the fuck knows? <laughs> um... God, there was another one that I thought of just a second ago. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, this is more towards um, some comedy, um, but it definitely is a a great movie to watch. Um, if you dig your old 80s slasher movies, I would highly, highly recommend The Final Girls. Um, uh, it is uh, Tessa Barmega, uh, for me, I hope I said her last name right. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I can't even remember who's in this movie now. Uh, I know it's been a bunch of people, uh, but it's it's a very cool meta look at that, uh, kind of in the same vein, if you will, as, um, you know, Cabin in the Woods or, um, uh, God, is it, God, I'm killing myself today. Uh, hold on, how's this? Uh, give me just one second. One moment later. Okay, so the movie I'm trying to think of that are like kind of meta movies are, um, well, obviously Cabin in the Woods, and the other one was Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Um, but yeah, Final Girls. Ha <laughs> uh, Final Girls, starring uh, Tasia Farmigia. I hope I said that right. Malin Ackerman, Adam Devine. Uh, Nina Dobrev, um, Ali Shawcat, uh, and a bunch of other people, but it is <laughs> really a really fun um, kind of throwback to the 80s slashers as well as being also a very uh, meta kind of thing. I, I always hoped that that movie would have gotten a sequel, but I think that's uh, far from ever going to happen. Um, oh, so yeah, I just did look it up. The Nun 2 is in pre-production. Um, so yeah, it, so it's The Nun, The Curse of La Lorena, The Three Conjurings, The Three Annabelles, and yeah, that's where we're at. Um, but yes, uh, I'm going to give you um, my little uh, Chris Knows Jack shit. Uh, line of the day, your little lesson, your little moral of the day, your little nugget of wisdom, and then we're going to wrap this up um, because it's getting close to midnight and uh, daddy's getting tired. <laughs> so you're, uh, and, and I'm going to make this horror themed. Uh, so yeah, your, your, uh, your hint, your nugget, your, your little uh, piece of wisdom for the day is um, it's called The Purge, and it's uh, basically if there's shit that you want to do when you don't have the money to do it and you have time to do it, just fucking go through your house. Whatever you haven't touched in like a year, fucking sell it. Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, eBay, get rid of it, make money, and fucking do whatever you wanted to do with that money. Don't fucking put yourself in debt for shit. Don't put your shit, your, yeah, don't put your shit in jeopardy. Uh, don't put yourself uh, in debt to, you know, finance a vacation. I'm telling you right now, go through your house. You have enough shit that you could sell. Sell shit. 
so yeah, that that little uh, that little nugget of wisdom was brought to you by Toaster Tubby Time. <laughs> and on that note, I want to wish you guys a very uh, oh no, we have a Halloween is oh, we have one more episode before it's Halloween. So yeah, we record this like on the spot. <laughs> fucking Johnny on the spot. We got one more episode before Halloween because Halloween is the 31st. Um, so, and that is a Monday. So, uh, I will see you guys next week and maybe I'll come up with something spookier. Maybe I'll come up with spooky sounds or some shit like that. I don't know. I have a little uh, mini uh, MIDI thing here, MIDI player here. So, I've been fucking around with that. Maybe I'll make my own music for the uh, for the opening. Who knows? Season two is still coming. But we're on still we're still on season one. Season one's gonna go forever. This show is never gonna end. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for bearing with me. I love you, beautiful bee holes, and I will talk to you next week. Peace. It's a way you walk, it's a way you talk, it's a way you shine. It's a way that turn in a walking on in a walking night. And I'm sorry not to follow me. One thing I know, this is my life.